welcome to the Love, Sex and Freedom podcast. This is where you're going to discover how to bring awakening into the body and into everyday life through powerful tantric teachings. Get ready to release, open and step into your true power. I feel like I'm someone who has a lot of power. And I feel like the reason that I have a lot of power is because I've been taught from a very early age to really sit in the seat of my own soul and to not buy into the cultural constructs that I've been placed in. And my father always said to me, live in the world. Be in the world, but not of the world. And what I've realized over time is that most of us, and most of my clients and people that I see, they're walking around and it's like they've got a photograph in their pocket. And that's the photograph that they're living. This picture of themselves that they're wanting to present to the world. And then one day, hopefully, when they're sitting in a circle with me, because that's the legacy I'd like to leave, is to people to really come face to face with themselves. They walk around the corner and they see the real them. And they're like, oh, fuck. Who's that other person? It's a photograph in my pocket that I've been carrying around. I don't need that anymore. And then the self and the image of that's been born from genetics and conditioning merge and somehow we remember who we really are and then naturally from that place become whatever we've been destined to become. Whatever that is, whoever that is. So sometimes from this place, we attract lots of abundance. Sometimes from this place, we attract a community, a new culture forms. Sometimes from this place, we lead people into either higher states of consciousness or more joy in their being or serving in some way, whether it's by serving food or serving a remembering of union or serving the dance of life that sings in the heart, whatever we're serving. But are we serving? And without service, is there true power? And what are we serving? Are we serving the ego or are we serving the self? So Yamaya has been talking about the foundations. We can't have power without foundation. It's like having a tree without roots. Look at all those trees out there. What would happen if they had no roots and a thunderstorm came? A strong wind. 
when lots of people leaned against the tree. What would happen? The tree would fall. So it's like the beauty of the tree that we see. The leaves rustling in the wind, the fruit that grows, the seeds that grow. The experience, the experiencer is what we see. It's Shakti, it's creation. The roots that we don't see, the silence underneath the beauty, underneath the movement, underneath the experience. It's Shiva, is the, is the roots. And when they, when they are in union, when they move together, we have the silent witnesser that nobody sees. And we have the expression of the dancer, of the experiencer, of the song that can be seen, that can be experienced. Is one better than the other? No, we need both. So my workshops for women are very different to any other workshops and retreats for women, in my opinion. Because rather than them being focused on the rising of the feminine and they're very focused on helping women to come to the realization that actually the masculine space holder that witnesses without judgment and creates safety for Shakti to flow and to grow and blossom. That, that's the peace. That's what needs to become greater than the external masculine. I've really had to learn this lesson because the men in my life are like pretty peeking out in divine masculine consciousness. And I'm kind of, I have this split where because my father held that and my nervous system is comfortable with a man external to me holding that higher than me. And so um, I, can, I can fall into that. And then the other side has had that transmission. So it lives inside me, but there is this split. And then for women who haven't had a father who've held that, then they have the opposite, but it's always difficult and same and the same goes for men. It's like, okay, it's easier for men to have the roots. And the silence and the witnesser and to be doing all the things that nobody sees and, but it's all burning. But a bit more difficult to reveal, to rustle in the wind, to blossom, to keep creating and to have that beauty that is kissed by the elements. So just like the feminine reaches out for the external masculine to create safety, to witness without judgment, to hold space, to ground her, so too does the masculine search for the feminine for her radiance, her beauty, her magnetism, her juice, her flow? And does the beauty of the polarity change once we have union? No, of course not. It just becomes even 
easier to receive without all the projections. So I could sit face to face with Yamaya and I could easily fall into, oh wow, he's so amazing. I wish my awareness was that spacious and I'm never going to be that present or, you know, whatever it is and then fall into him and that's the falling in love. Or I could see him and go, well, this is the closest male to me at the moment. So what a beautiful reflection of my own awareness. And how wonderful to be able to sit in presence with whatever is moving, whatever is here right now. Here we are because someone can meet me in that energy. And that's called rising in love. So when we're in our power, we rise in love. Or we, and what that means is rising in love means that we, we sublimate. Yamaya was talking about sublimating. We sublimate the fears. We sublimate, don't go away. We sublimate the anger. We sublimate the sadness. We sublimate all of the stuff that's really created by thoughts that no longer serve us into the heart. So we're rising in love and then we are love. And we are freedom. And perhaps liberation is found through the constant working of rising in love so that we can be love. Rising in freedom into our awareness so that we can be freedom. So the feminine in all of us, she is spiraling. She's like, where is my beloved? It's like, what, the feminine in here, in all of us, who knows about the search for the one? Raise your hand. Yeah. So we're looking, we're going, where is the one? Where is the one? Where is the one? And then we, oh, there's a possibility of the one. And we have a hit of oxytocin because chemicals, react when there's, when there's a certain type of polarity, which is usually based on our wounds, but I'll get to that. Feels very romantic, but it's like, oh, I get to heal my mother wound through here. There's a strong charge that I'm mistaking for love. I get to heal my daddy wound here. There's a strong pull that feels like love. And so here, it's like, we're celebrating, we're making love all the time. We're treating each other as well as we would treat a guest. That's what stops in relationship, right? We stop treating our partner as a guest. We stop being attentive. We stop appreciating that, wow, there is a being here that is, ra is giving life to something in me that I don't feel when I'm not seeing the reflection or feeling the reflection in communion, basically. Common union, communion. So we're here. And then our wounds start going codependent. Often the feminine is looking for the father, which is sweet and beautiful at first for the man, and he feels like a hero. So he's like, yeah, I got this, you know. She's so sweet, she's so beautiful, oh my God. I can help her, I can show her. And then she's like, oh, oh. 
the part of her that's been waiting for Daddy to come home and to be with her and present with her. It's like, he's home. He's here. So she's got Daddy. Essentially, he's got Mummy, because most Mummies were pretty broken, right? And our nervous system is used to that. It's like, okay, I get to... I get to play that wound. So eventually the wounds, of course, come up and that's, that's the end of the honeymoon period that's joked about. The honeymoon period is simply when we're attracted to someone and spirit has brought us with that person to heal our wounds because we're not fucking healing them on our own because the masculine's too scared to look at his own feminine and the feminine's too scared to look at her own masculine. So we do it through each other. We're finding the missing pieces of ourselves through each other. And so here we are and now the fact that she wants daddy is starting to get a bit fucking annoying, right? So he starts to pull back a bit. And the fact that daddy's not home again starts to make her angry. So he starts to move away more and she starts to get angrier and he moves away even more and she's even fucking angrier. So she's like doing this and he's going, fuck, what have I done? What have I got myself into? And then because their wounds aren't healing, if they're not in enough power to really go within and look at what's happening, then eventually that wound is gonna to wanna to attach itself to something again and so they find themselves back and they make up and they have makeup sex and he's like, oh, but she's so sweet and how did I not see that? Because eventually she stops being angry and breaks open into her vulnerability and that turns him on. And then he's showing up and so daddy's home and then they're like, oh, we're together again, right? So, then it happens again. And then she goes, I want the one again. And then she finds him and they make up and it just keeps fucking spiraling. And what this really is, is an incapacity for us to stop giving our power away in relationships, in work, which I'll talk about on Mastery and Purpose Day. Stop giving our power away in the world because we are not looking at, we're not claiming back those missing pieces of ourselves. You know that you're polarized in your masculine if you're more comfortable moving away from relating and connection. You know you're more polarized in your feminine if you're more comfortable with moving towards relating and connection. The other way to test it is because some, some people polarize in their masculine, they move, do move towards relating, but they're always giving, right? So if you're more of a giver than a receiver, and you're always fixing someone or helping someone or holding space for someone, you're more polarized in your masculine. If you're more the emotional one, receiving, and in your, in your emotional body, <laughs> feminine's more in her emotional body. The masculine's more in the space holding.
Thanks for listening to the Love, Sex and Freedom podcast. For more great free resources, in-person and online workshops and our retreats, find us on Instagram and Facebook at Elia Tantra School or visit elia.com.au. See you next time.